On this episode, we smoke the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua Sonata Espressivo. This 5x50 Nicaraguan Puro is bursting with flavor. And also, we review the year 2023. Hard to believe we're already at the end of the year. I'm your host, Johnny Midas, and you're listening to Burnline Podcast. Burnline Podcast. The burn line on a well-crafted cigar is straight and sharp as a razor, much like our wit and wisdom. And what's up, everybody? Johnny Midas here, coming to you not live from the hot box, the smoky back room where deals are struck and fortunes are made, adjacent to the Blanco Cigar Lounge, nestled amongst the complex of rooms that comprise Union Cigar, Hanover, Pennsylvania, USA, the only Blanco Lounge in North America. I'm joined today by Angel Solorio. Angel, how are we doing this morning? Doing great. Yeah? Doing better than me. I've got my official Johnny Midas hangover glasses on. <laughs> they're not uh, Johnny Midas, they're Versace, but close enough. Definitely got, close enough. They've got gold in them. I couldn't find white and gold, so I had to get the black and gold. Couldn't get that uh, Miami dealer look? No, no. Uh, yeah, last night was definitely fun. Uh, yeah, I, I probably didn't go as Johnny Midas as you did, but it was definitely Dude, they, good. They wanted to go downtown to the pub crawl, Santa pub crawl. Oh my! Yeah, so they went. They're like, "You got to put your costume back on." So I was like, "No, I got things to do tomorrow. I can't be a complete zombie." But for all of you out there in internet land, we had a uh, work party last night. Pretty awesome. Live DJ, dance floor, Mission Barbecue, which was off the chain as usual. Plenty to drink, probably too much, but it was a costume party. Yeah. So you had your uh, Darth Vader Christmas sweater. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. And for the record, Eli copied me. Yeah, Eli copied you. So two guys show up with the same sweater. How right. you know, like apparently you guys have the same ads on your Instagram feed. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. <laughs> You know that government algorithm. Yeah, yeah, the government algorithm figured it figured you guys both out. Uh, I had my full on Gene Simmons kiss outfit. Uh, I mean, I've got the nine inch platform boots, the leather with studs, the face paint, whole nine. Now my feet hurt this morning, and I have a headache. Yeah, it was definitely on point. All you were missing, honestly, for that whole costume is that rug that Gene has on oh, his right, chest. Right, right. The, the, the chest yeah. rug, yeah. Yeah, the chest yeah. rug. No, I'm I'm naturally bare. Yeah, so uh, had a great time and uh, suffering the consequences. So I got to catch up. Those guys probably aren't awake yet, but uh, <laughs> find out uh, how much shit they raised. Yeah. Uh, Zach went out with them, too. So. Oh, that must be interesting. Did they actually go? end up going to the Santa Crawl? Yeah. No? Yeah. Uh, I hope there's pictures and videos somewhere about what happened. <laughs> what happens after midnight stays in whatever. Right. All right, so let's take a look at this cigar. I'm really looking forward to this. This is the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua Sonata. Um, so most people are f- familiar with the Aging Room uh, Quattro Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Uh, really made a big splash, right? Um, so this is the Sonata. Um, it's a Nicaraguan Puro. It's, of course, Rafael Nadal. Um, he puts out some good stuff. I, I really like uh, his blends. This particular uh, stick is a Nicaraguan Puro made. The, the tobacco is grown 100% on AJ Farms. Um, 
literally two of the best names in tobacco yeah, land. Yeah. It's like you can't get better than that. Yeah, for sure. So this uh, stick that we're smoking, they call this the Espressivo. It is a 5 by 50 and you were pointing out that for some reason Aging Room puts the size backwards. Yeah, that was a little bit yeah. back, but I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, nice small ring gauge. This is a soft box pressed. Kind of, you know, kind of looks like how I expect a nice cigar to look. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? Barely, I know you talk about it later, but barely any imperfections on it. Like. Yeah, mine looks really good. So with the presentation, um, I think uh, the like orange and black and gold, I, I think they go really well. The bright orange box kind of stands out on the shelf. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, like that's how it looks open on the shelf. Right. I know all of our listeners can't hear that. You can't hear the picture, but you know it's got the uh, big ass aging room brand when you open the lid. It's like in a in a cigar store. That's how you display. It's like you open the lid. Right. So you can see the stick. So it's got that big ass aging room by Rafael Nadal. It's got a signature Quattro Sonata. And they, you know, change the color from yep. the regular. That uh, yellow really pops, man. It, it really does. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to call it. It's like a mustard, slightly orange. Yeah. It's like an orangey yellow. Not, not really a mustard though. Like, you know what, Lamborghini yellow. Oh, you're right, dude. Yeah, that's like it's not <laughs> yellow though. It's like right. You know, but yeah, it's a, it's a rich uh, yeah Lamborghini yellow. Yeah, because yellow is a tough color, but yeah, it, they nailed it. It's on the orange end. Yeah, of, of the spectrum, but yeah. So I, I really like the presentation. Uh, I think they nailed it. Um, it does have a uh, interesting lid, though. Yeah. Um, and of course, it's an all wood box. Um, just you know, really well done. This cigar retails for thirteen fifty here at Union Cigar, Hanover, Pennsylvania, USA. While a box of twenty will set you back two hundred and forty bucks which is just $12.15 per cigar. So come on down and get you a stick or a box. And, of course, I always pre-smoke for the show. Um, I actually smoked this one a few weeks ago, took some notes. This is one I would probably buy a box of, but I guess we'll get to that, you know, when we get to the rating, you know, and stuff like that. So, And our uh, audio setup's a little different today. We're kind of like... In the lounge, we've got the mic that picks up some of the different sounds. We've got an English Premier League uh, football game going on in the background. That's right, um, football. Yeah. The game you play with your foot. Um, not American football. Not tackle ball. Tackle ball. It's turning into two-hand touch ball, man. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I'll yeah. tell you. We could start a whole other podcast. We could do a whole podcast yeah, on just... the, the devolution of the NFL. Right. Yeah. I'm just waiting, like, I'm seriously, like, I'm, I'm only being a little funny, waiting for the Saudis to step in and come up with a competing. I think they're going to sweep in and just buy every sport on the planet. Dude, because fucking live. I mean, they took all the names. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, how dare you rape the sport of golf? And then it's like, <laughs> on the other hand, I kind of like how you're doing things. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, golf is not my sport, but definitely uh, I've heard just how negative it is. I think it, the biggest issue is more political, but... I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know, it's, but when John Rahm signed with Liv, I'm like, it's over. Yeah. You know, 
As long as we still have John Daly, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that he is an American treasure. He really is. Yeah. All right. So I think that it is time to go ahead and get these cigars uh, clipped. Um, I also have a box of, uh, or sorry, a bottle of Eagle Rare Ten Year. So I don't know if you need a hair of the dog or if you're set for today, but I do have it. I am down. <clears throat> Luckily, I had a very, very light breakfast. Yeah, good. All right. I didn't. I had like six eggs with cheese. Oh. <laughs> it's time for the official cutting, and the official cutting is brought to you by Fat Boy Cigars. The bold and delicious flavors of premium hand-selected tobacco leaves are highlighted in the original Jack Cigar by Fat Boy Cigars. And don't forget to try the Fat Boy Cigar Boots on the Ground series. For every cigar you purchase in this series, Fat Boy Cigars will donate $1 to charities benefiting our frontline heroes, Fat Boy Cigars. Welcome to the Fat Boys world. And actually, that was our last, last episode. Was Thin Red Line. Mm-hmm. What a phenomenal value. Yeah. I mean, for the for the price, like, you can't beat it with a stick. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Then. Uh, I forget. Which one did you give me to try? I think I gave you the Jack 2. Yeah, the Jack 2. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. There's no and way it's $7. We talked about this. It's like, how long ago, I mean, the days of a $7 cigar mm-hmm. is gone. Yeah. Your average, like, oh, value stick is yeah. 8 to 10. And then they're donating... A dollar. For the Thin Red Line. Right. Or any of the Boots on the Ground series per stick, which is very generous. All right, I'm using my uh, gold scissors style Cohiba clipper. Yeah. You've got your close-ended double guillotine. Perdomo cutter. Very nice. And as always, we remind you to clip that cigar with authority. No limp-wristed cutting allowed. That was perfect. Mine was kind of shitty. I have this because it's cool looking and it sits there with all of my golden stuff and looks important and fancy. And uh, it doesn't actually work very well. But I just got it because it's a really inexpensive like Chinese knockoff. Yeah. And they had the balls to put the Cohiba brand on it. This is not a Cohiba <laughs> product. I don't know if Cohiba licenses two companies to make cutters and stuff. I don't know. Maybe they do. This is definitely not. Like, well, it I know might be appropriate it. now. <laughs> trying to invest in Cohiba here recently. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. The whole Habanos SA, like, they've had so much trouble staying in business. Right. I mean, they're half owned by Altidus. You know, it's like, how communist are you when the government program to distribute your cigars was like half owned by right you know one of the largest capitalist firms <laughs> in the world you know? yeah uh, we get customers all the time they're like why don't you have cubans because it's still illegal i didn't make the rules they're like you should have them again i don't make the rules or the laws i agree i don't they don't need to be illegal it's like 60 years ago now like what's it doing i don't know man i don't know yeah. all right let's get these things lit and as always, we remind you, toasted, not roasted. So I am using my official Johnny Midas Gold Bar Soft Flame Butane Torch. Look at that gorgeous, gorgeous toast I'm getting. I was going to say, I like the flame on that. Yeah. I mean, it's this, your lighter is the size of a big lighter, but that soft flame looks like you can cook with it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you've got a single flame jet. <laughs> yeah, and it sounded like I was going to space with that one. I was mm-hmm. like, crap, that's... 
Yeah, you got the rocket ship lighter. All right, we got a little toast going on this. So yeah, I like the I like the presentation. The the banding you've got the black and gold aging room quattro yeah. band, and then the secondary Nicaragua Sonata band with that uh, Lamborghini yellow gold orangey. It's like a gold. Honestly, the uh, the banding reminds me a little bit of uh, the Great Gatsby. If you look at it, kind of like oh, the yeah, early yeah. 20s look. Yes. Uh, what is that? Art Deco. Yeah, yeah, Art Deco. Yeah, it's a little Art Deco. I, I think it's cool. I love the yeah, brand. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I wonder if, like, that, I don't know if you're getting the same vibe, like Sonata, Sinatra. That's. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah, the Rat Pack. Um, the actual cigar, um, one of the things that I like about it is the uh, wrapper is put together superbly, by oh, the way. Wow, yeah. You know, notice my cap. And I like that three-eighths of an inch shoulder. Look at how big the shoulder yeah. leaf is. So you're not going to get that little tiny one millimeter sliver of leaf that tries to peel off while you're right. smoking. Yeah, I've been getting it a lot lately, and this is perfect. Like, yeah. it's not even like, here, let me stick out, you know, kind of yeah. like after getting a haircut, and you got that one little guy yep. sticking out. Yeah. But what I really like, if you look at it, is it has that you know, semi-rustic look that's yeah. really the in thing right now. Where it's like, oh, absolutely. you know, this is not this is a product that was grown in the earth. It's a, you know, it's not that like... Yeah, it doesn't have like the oily... You know that, that polished, you know, almost artwork style cigar that was really in for expensive cigars like 15 years ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like Davidoff was famous for that. Um, like that, it's just not cool anymore. <laughs> But what it, what's interesting is like Fuente, Padron, like they've always made their cigars like this. Yeah, that rustic look. Yeah, they're like, it's a leaf. We aged it. This is what it looks like. You know, we're not waxing it and some of the shenanigans that went That's into right. that. Yeah, right. There's some companies even today, I won't mention names, but that like dye the tobacco mm -hmm. wrapper. I'm like, why? You don't need to do that. Like, mm -hmm. Just let it go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I because I try not to be like a, a snob. Right. But at the same time, it's like, you can take presentation too far. Right. And so the metaphor I'm going to use, because I like cars, is is the guy that gets like a Chevy Cruze and then goes to AutoZone and gets a bunch of like adhesive chrome doodads to stick on the fenders, you know? And then it's like, my man, it's a Cruze. Like, uh, you, you know? So. That brings back terrible memories. Uh <laughs> I think I was 19 when I worked at AutoZone, and yeah, I saw a lot of that. I was yeah. like, "Stop, please! Yeah. It's not working." Save your money, yeah. get a real car. Yeah. Hmm. This is that. Now to quote the podcast, that is quite the burn line. You have a phenomenal burn line. Like, look at that; it's beautiful. Yeah, and then it's like white. That ashy yeah. white. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it is burning well. I forget who it was. I saw a YouTube video. It was a couple people. Uh, they were dissecting, like, you know, because everybody asked questions about what the ash means, this or that. Well, what I'm noticing on this one, when they say it's very, very white, that means it got cured for quite a while and all that, you know, like the ammonia and all that actually yeah. came out pretty well. And then another thing I was told, uh, if you see beads, what is it? It's like nitrate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it... it it burns into spherules. Yeah. Um, or you could just say tar. Tar. Um, but yeah, 
uh, you don't don't really want spherules. A lot of the time you can generate that by burning it, by roasting it instead of toasting it. Um, if you have too much heat, it will actually, like instead of smolder, yeah. um, the chemical composition will change. It'll release some of that tar, yeah. some of those nitrates, and they form little spherules. They're very tiny, but uh, you can see them. They're just round little balls yeah. on there. Um, so right off the bat, um, you know, we're a quarter of an inch in, so it's hard to, you know, really have an opinion on taste. But I noticed there's some pepper on there. Yeah, definitely. Um, right on the tip of the tongue. Yeah, right on the tip of the tongue. Like, And, and it reminds me, like, that's that to me is the Nicaraguan signature. Yeah. Right? That's a signature. Of, well, at least Esteli tobacco. Yeah. You know, there's some milder. Well, Condega is milder, but... Uh, yeah. Some pepper. There's definitely some wood in there. I mean, it's not really a cedar wood. Mm -mm. Um, but it's woodsy. There's also like, um, like if you took, if you took coffee, and you watered it down, and then you added like a quarter teaspoon of maple syrup. Mm -hmm. And you stirred it together. Yeah. And then you took a nut tree, like an almond. Yeah. Took like an almond branch, and you stirred that coffee with it, and then you licked the stick. Right. After dousing it with black pepper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm getting. I was going to say, I'm getting, I don't know if that's where you're getting it, but I'm getting a little bit of nuttiness in mm -hmm. the back of the throat. Mm -hmm. Like right at the end. Even in the retrohale, right, you know, as it comes mm -hmm. out the nostrils getting that syrup yeah yep yeah there's like a, a fleshy nutty yeah almost like an almond i think that's what i'm getting um yeah a little bit of it's it's almost like sweet maple syrup but it's very faint like i said right. stirred into some weak coffee and there's some coffee notes but they're weak yeah definitely a good breakfast cigar so far yeah Holy yeah shit. <laughs> yeah i'm not sure if this spice is gonna pick up or not mm -hmm. um it's definitely a wake up yeah call on the, on the front of your tongue but the, the flavors are, I think, really, like like you said, breakfasty, Yeah. Um, smooth. and Right. And I'm noticing on mine, not a lot of buildup right at the end there. You know, mm -hmm. some cigars you get some buildup mm -hmm. at the head. Not a lot of tariness to it. And the, the draw on this is almost perfect. Yeah, my draw is perfect. I love it. I'm getting... Uh, above, slightly above medium smoke output. Um, yeah. The smoke is present. It doesn't have a lot of like unique characteristics to the body. I don't think like it's not chewy or creamy or whatever. It's just smoke, but it's good. Yeah, I'm a big stickler on back pressure. Yeah. I like to, you know, have to draw my cigar. Um, work a little bit for it. <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Some of the big ring gauge cigars, you know, when I smoke, mm -hmm. like it just smokes into your mouth. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Like, I like to draw on it a little bit. Um, so, you know, that's just my thing. Um, but this one's hitting all the notes, so. Yeah, this is definitely hitting it out the park. And uh, I would say right now this is definitely on the, you know, full side of mid-full yeah. uh, body. Agreed. 
uh, and strength. It, it seems reasonably strong so far. Yeah, definitely not a first thing in the morning empty stomach cigar. Yeah, I mean, it, depending on uh, you know how like advanced a cigar smoker is, right? I can see this putting someone yeah, off put, yeah. in the morning. Yeah. All right, let's hit some socials and. We will start out with an email. Thank you guys for emailing us. As always, Burnline is your podcast as we sit here nursing a hangover surrounded by piles of gold accoutrement. At least Johnny Midas is. Um, anything you can really send us to help us make the show better, we appreciate it. Um, so this is an email from Joe. Good morning, Johnny Midas and Nick the Brick. Well, Joe, Nick the Brick is not here. He is busy living life and being excellent. Uh, So I've got Angel Solorio here, and we'll have to come up with a name for Angel. Haven't thought of one yet, but I'll come up with something appropriately stupid. The guy who will be able to pronounce uh, Spanish words properly, by the way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We are are now a real cigar podcast. We can pronounce (laughs) Spanish as well. It's in the budget now. You can't do that while I'm drinking coffee, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Um, Excellent show. I have learned a tremendous amount from you both, which has dramatically improved my smoking experience. Well, that's awesome. Uh, We aim to please. I have a question. I apologize if you've already covered this. I have some catching up to do on the podcast. There are several cigar enthusiasts. Well, that's a bad place to start. At my local lounge. Okay, it just got worse. Okay, yeah. Um, that are huge advocates of periodically purging their sticks during their smoke. Angel just hung his head. Um, I was wondering if you would recommend this, and if so, what is the proper method? Respectfully, All right, uh, so, wow. Um, okay, purging your, purging your stick. So, I will tell you the only time I've ever heard of this uh, used respectfully by people in the industry. And by the way, you know, we didn't really introduce you to the audience, but Angel's a CRT, so you're, uh, you know some stuff. Yeah, know yeah, some stuff. Know some stuff. Yeah. Certified retail tobacconist. Um, I uh, picked up some stuff over my 20 years of just doing this as a hobby. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've, we've been around, and I think I've told people on the podcast, you know, I used to move around for work, so I've got lounges and friends and owners in, like, 12 states yeah um and we stay in touch and anyway so you've been smoking uh longer than i have been an adult mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. to know so yeah because uh i started smoking cigars in 2011 when i turned 18 yeah back when it was cool to smoke when it was 18 yeah. now it's 21 which is yeah. a shame but uh <clears throat> i can tell yeah, you politicians right uh you know what was weird though when i was 18 it was hard to get into cigars because um, a lot of lounges were off-putting the the younger guys which oh, didn't yeah. make sense it's like you're here to create friendships and you know create an experience and then mm-hmm. you see a younger and you're like you know so it's kind of tough to, yeah uh, it was an old farts club it really was and it was yeah. weird yeah. and it was definitely an old men's club because uh-huh. they would run women out too but yeah, yeah. luckily there was a um, bill cinnamon the former owner the original owner of Union Cigar in Gettysburg, you know, he was very welcoming, and I learned a lot from him. Yeah, that's beginning. awesome. Yeah, Bill's a good guy, um, but also the industry has has shifted. It really has. Right now, I don't know how the algorithm works, but I'll tell you on social media, like the stuff I'm getting through, 
is really oriented towards a younger generation. Right. You know, not super young, because no. you do have to have some disposable income have this as a hobby. Um, but, you know, like, you got manufacturers putting QR codes on their right. cigars and That's stuff. That's huge. Yeah, and, and the hobbies evolved where it used to be like, I have money, I'm literally going to burn it and sit here and do nothing and, like, read the Wall Street Journal while CNBC is playing on the lounge TV. Right. It's definitely not that. Yeah, and now it's like we've got, right, right now there's an English Premier League uh, game on. You know, we'll have football on later. Right. Got a pretty big Eagles-Cowboys uh, game yep. uh, later. Um, you know, there's like... The Army-Navy game was on yesterday. We oh, had yeah. a cigar shop. Yeah. You want to talk about a, a rowdy crowd? Mm-hmm. You know, these places are usually mostly older veterans and just... It, it just attracts the military crowd, and it, it was just—it was like you were at the stadium. It's yeah. awesome. I love it. Only two fist fights broke out. Right. <laughs> anyway, to get back to the question, the only time I've seen purging spoken of in a semi-respectful way is if you are relighting a cigar that went out. In which case, you want to remove all the ash. I actually have a soft um, badger badger hair uh, brush that I use for shaving mm-hmm. uh, my wife got me a new one and I still had the old one so I was kind of mad at her because I'm the kind of guy like I'll get one nice thing and use it for the rest of my life and I had a nice badger hair brush so she was trying to do something nice to me so I used the one she got me but I saved the old one and I actually use it to brush ash off of old cigars and I will relight cigars don't tell anybody um, and when you do that when you're toasting it you want to blow out not draw in um, to get that ash and stuff out. Yeah. Uh, that being said, a lot of guys will say, just fucking buy a new cigar. Just smoke a new cigar. You know? um, I don't, because I'm a cheapskate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I will relight and, and we'll do that. I will tell you, if you are smoking a cigar, yeah. like you bought it, you clipped it with authority, you toasted it, not roasted it, there is absolutely no reason to quote unquote purge your cigar it's complete bullshit right you're literally trying to draw the aromatics in that's what you're doing is smoking the cigar right and then on top of that it's like if the cigar is so shitty that you have to purge it it's not going to make it better no because you're still burning the same tobacco right so if you think about you know we talk about combustion and aromatics when we get into the scientific side of cigars which there is a scientific side you know you've got these leaves you're blending them for a lot of different purposes, right? Of course, you have price, right. you know, that's a, a big factor. You have burn quality, you have flavors. So, a couple months ago, I was down at uh, Star Hill Farms, home of Maker's Mark, to make our company bourbon, and we choose the finishing staves. And we were super drunk, so it probably came out shitty. But, you know, you, you have these, like, pure shots of, like, the different staves, and you mix them. And then you taste it, and then you try a different mix or whatever, and then we vote on the best, the best one for the year. And it's amazing, like, because Makers doesn't make anything that's bad, right? But we would, you know, we we all think, oh man, I just I rolled in, they gave me the notebook and the pen, <laughs> and I am all of a sudden I'm a master blender of whiskey, you know? And it's like the first three we tried sucked ass. I mean, they were just horrible. There's an there's an art and science that goes into blending. Right, so that the flavor comes like you can have three great tobaccos. You know, roll up the single leaf like a taster. 
you taste it, it's phenomenal. You blend them and it's like, oh shit, this doesn't go together at all, right? So the point being, on the scientific side, you are controlling combustion with basically the level of the tobacco on the stock, right? So your your Velado burns very well, but has limited flavor. Your Seiko is like, you know, a little more flavor, a yeah. little less burn quality. And then your Lajero burns the least well, but has the most flavor. And uh, you're blending, blending for burn. And as you combust, you're creating aromatics that you're pulling through the cigar, and that's what you enjoy. So if you're smoking a cigar and you're pulling stuff in there that's so bad that you feel like you have to blow outward. First of all, uh, to explain how combustion works, all of the tobacco immediately becomes sticky. Right. So you can't. You would have to take your whole cherry off. Like, you'd have to clip the cigar again and relight it. Right. And if you're... If you fucked it up, you know, you roasted it, didn't toast it, then just do it. Yeah. Just take an open-ended double guillotine, slide it down from the head of the cigar till you're behind the cherry, and, and the cherry burns farther in there than you think. Right, so you it's not be, the burn line. Yeah, you need to be at least half an inch behind the burn line. Yeah. Clip it and start over. Yeah, um, I've had to do that a couple of times. I've, I've done no that. shame in that. Yeah, I've, I've done that. Yeah. And I've even done it and worked. You know, like, I've, I've done it and actually rescued a, a stick. Either it was my fault or just something weird in the construction. I did. I had one that had, like, a stem in it, a little mm. chunk of stem, and it created this weird yeah. hot spot, and, and yeah. Kind of like, do you remember that stick I had, and there was a string in it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had that. I was like, huh, this is why it isn't burning, right? There's yeah. a string in it. Literally cotton on fire. In right. <laughs> yours. Like, this is a new flavor. <laughs> right. Tastes like... Uh, carded cotton yeah so yeah man i would say that you're hanging out with the wrong friends um you know nobody in the industry does that right you know you can hang out with anybody francisco or i mean hell nadal or aj not that i know them but i'm gonna or, act like i do right but yeah i'll call him by their first name so you can hang out with raf he will never do that right? right because he makes good cigars yeah you don't you don't have to but also, it doesn't it doesn't actually work, right? Because you can't. And I don't think they'll ever tell you you're smoking a cigar wrong. Mm-mm. If anything, they'll be like, "Here, this is the you know this will help you out." Not like here, you're doing it wrong. You don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing. Yeah, that's weird. I. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like uh, folks that are trying to you know it's like the guy that buys a twelve dollar bottle of wine mm-hmm. at the supermarket and like you know takes the screw off top off and it's like I'm letting it breathe I'm like dude you know pour it into the glass like you're going to get more oxygen in it doing that than right. letting that narrow neck hey, bottle you know sit there bubbles coming up while you're pouring it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so sound, sounds like a little uh, lack of experience and, and that's right. okay I'm, I'm not putting anybody down but um, it doesn't work the physics doesn't work and uh, you shouldn't ever have to do that on a, a halfway diesel cigar so there you go. Um, also had, uh, you know, this is kind of our end of year review. Um, so on uh, Instagram, um, you know, couple of couple of shout outs on Instagram. Uh, we had three people that picked up the official Johnny Midas 
Gold Bar lighter. So oh, nice. Shout out to Graveyard Pops. He got his. Uh, posted some pictures on there. Looking sharp, my man. And uh, Fat Boy Cigars picked up one. Now, there's, uh, if you're listening, Fat Boys, yours uh, is shipping. It just showed up this weekend. Uh, I did the light test because, you know, they are made in China and yeah. a limited run. And there was something wrong with the flint. I think it cracked. So I did get a replacement, but it had to come across the ocean on an ocean container, and nice. you know, it took a couple weeks. Right. Um, so apologize to you guys at Fat Boys, but you are going to love your Johnny Midas lighter. It is showing up this week, um, and Whiskey Angel picked up the third one. So shout out to Jennifer, good friend down at uh, Coval uh, Spirits. Shout out to them. You know that'd be a good guest to have on the show. Yeah, somebody you know. who knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, yeah, someone who knows more than us just pay putting it down. Yeah, I know how to get drunk really well. <laughs> uh, and they just had their one-year anniversary, oh, okay. which is phenomenal. I mean, a lot of businesses don't make their one year. Right. And distilleries, it's even less than, right. less that's, than that. That's a tough so, thing to get into. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, shout out to everybody out there on Instagram, you know, who kind of keeps us afloat. Uh, and we got our... Uh, like our annual thing from Spotify oh. for the year. So yeah. uh, 19 people ranked Burnline as their number one podcast. Nice. Right? I mean, we've only been on the air less than a year. Right. And, uh, I mean, I think that's phenomenal. Um, so what you're saying is you're giving Joe Rogan a run for his money? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just off by a few dozen orders of magnitude. Right. <laughs> um. 98% U.S., but uh, had people outside the U.S. listening to it. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're averaging about 150 streams per show, which is actually pretty high yeah. in the podcast world. So a stream is like you listen to it for longer than a minute, I think. Okay. Um, the, the number of people clicking on it is much higher than that, but I kind of just track streams right. as like, these are people that are actually doing some listening yeah. kind of thing, so... So, big shout out to the fan base that kept us rolling. Keep the uh, emails coming, burnlinepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, as well, you can reach out on all the socials, not Facebook because we're not that old, but uh, X, Twitter, whatever the hell it's called these days, uh, threads, I think. Um, Instagram's probably our home, really, but it's at burnlinepodcast, easy to remember. Um, and just interact. You know, if you have a cigar you want us to smoke, if you have a question like the one we fielded today, uh, comment if you want to talk about how good looking Johnny Midas is. You know, just shoot us a line and we'll we'll uh, read it on air. If you don't want us to read it on air, let us know. Preferably like in the first part of the email, right. so I don't get down to the bottom. <laughs> don't read this out loud. Well, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, more editing. Yep. Uh, all right, so let's touch back on this uh, aging room Quattro Nicaragua Sonata. Um, just just kind of getting into the. Uh, second, third here, and yep. just barely touching. What are you? What are you picking up? Well, what I'm picking up right now is I can definitely feel the nicotine. I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Lots of nicotine. Mm-hmm. But uh, almost the same notes. It hasn't really changed much for mm-hmm. me. I think the uh, yeah. So I would say it is a strong cigar. Yeah. And you know, on this podcast, we differentiate between body and strength. Um, I've had a full-bodied cigar with like a low nicotine strength, and then my favorite is actually the opposite of that. 
I call it Cuban-esque. Yeah. But that's where you have like a light floral aromatic flavor, but like a real nicotine punch. Yeah. You know? So <clears throat> I think the the strength is high on this. And then the body is like mid-full, you know, maybe not full-full. Right. But, um, I think the pepper has calmed down a little bit. Yeah. And I think like the nuttiness has picked up a little bit. Um, other than that, the flavor notes are really all the same. Still sweet. Yeah, still got the, still got a sweetness on there, and it's kind of the sweet. Like if you took took coffee and like stirred heavy whipping cream into it. Yeah. You know, it's not sweet like sugar. No. I don't know if you've had this, but uh, some cigars that I have smoked, the smoke output gets a little bigger as you go down. This mm. one stayed the same. It's very consistent. It is a yeah. very consistent thick. The burn line is still excellent on it. Not much of a difference. It's not one side isn't racing against the yep. other. Yep. Yeah, consistency is great. Also, um, <clears throat> the you know talking about the smoke output, it's like when I apply what I consider like the perfect draw pressure, I get the perfect mouthful of smoke. Yeah. Um, really appreciate that. And also being a box press, something that we've talked about before, you know, as you smoke a box press, the shape will change mm-hmm. because of the heat and you're starting to, you know, you lost half the cigar, so obviously the uh, structure will change. But uh, this one stayed almost the same, you know, uh, rounded box press mm-hmm. the whole way. Not losing any wrapper, wrapper's not coming undone, the uh, cat, the head is still intact. Yep. Haven't lost anything there. Yep. Of course, we both... Uh, you know, we're both gentlemen with our cigars. Like, we're not chewing on it and stuff, you know. Um, treating it with a little bit of respect. There's also, like, a... There's just a sprinkling of, like, baking spices in there. You know, like... Yeah. That you might use in more, like... Um, what is that? Like, uh, you know, like those dessert breads that you might have for breakfast. So, like, you know, your, your, like, your nutmeg and your allspice. And, yeah. You know, just a, just a little hint of that in the background. Yeah, it's very flavorful, but you're right, it's strong. Yeah. All right. How about some of this uh, Eagle Rare? You feel like a... Oh, let's go. Feel like a little whiskey? Yeah, got to cure the hangover, right? Yes, sir, here are the dog. This is Eagle Rare 10-year Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is one of my faves. There you go. Awesome. A little pour going here. Not really doing a pairing today, but more of a celebration. Salute. Salute. I just went down with it. That's pretty good. It's not not too hot. Wow, that's good. It doesn't burn. Yeah, it's a uh, 90 proof, so 45%. A little higher than your, you know, uh, stock bottom shelf 80. Yeah, smooth. Really, yep. really, really smooth. Yep. It's got like a... A little fruitiness? Yeah, a little fruitiness and the legs almost feel like maple syrup in your mouth. Yeah. Like it, it's got a real tactile yeah. feel to it. I think you did really good on a, the accidental pairing here. Yeah. Yeah. So. This was a last minute. I've got a hangover. I need something. Yeah. Throw it in my bag. Top shelf. As always, everything in Johnny Midas's uh, man cave is top shelf. <laughs> Also with this cigar, you know how you smoke some cigars and you can smell that they're 
uh, when you're smoking it, it's not offensive to you, but you can tell sometimes the output smoke or it's smoking mm-hmm. is a little offensive. This is not that at all. Yeah, yeah. It's a very... This nice is one like you can walk into a room where someone else is smoking it. Right. And it smells good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, cigars are like the inverse of pipes. Yeah. Like pipes always smell good and sometimes they taste shitty. And cigars always taste good and sometimes smell shitty. Right. You know? So you're not going to really offend anybody, even yeah. in a room full of non-smokers. Yeah, this is really good. Um, yeah, when I get home, uh, Des sometimes says, why do you smell like an old man? She can tell sometimes what's what smoke somebody smoked around me. It's like, no, did you smoke it? She does not. She's not a fan of a Padron, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. They do have a, she's like, they do have a stink to them. They're, <laughs> they're pretty hefty. Yeah, yeah so it's. That's how I know somebody or I smoke something stinky is when I get home and she's like, oh. It was a pleasure to meet her last night. Yeah. And uh, Roth, he was fucking hilarious. He was so scared of my outfit. Yeah. He was like, yep, you one scariest outfit. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so this actually kind of pairs pretty well. Yeah. You want to do the, uh, here, you want a little, you want another slug? You want to do the. Uh, finger there. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just give you a little bit. That way we can, we can try doing a little, uh. All right, so what we're going to do, <clears throat> this is the uh, this is the method that I like the best, is we're going to take in a mouthful of smoke, okay. try not to exhale, try to keep as much as we can, and then slug the bourbon. Okay. And it's a totally different experience than like the puff, sip, puff thing, right. or sip, puff, sip, or whatever, right? So we're going to start with a big mouthful of smoke. Mm. Wow. Wow. (coughs) (coughs) Y'all right there, buddy? Yeah. So you see what it does with, like, the smoke? Yeah. Um, What was amazing to me with that is it just bursted with this dark, rich chocolate. Yeah, holy flavor. Crap. Like the cigar doesn't have that, that I can tell. The whiskey doesn't have that. But when you pair it like that, all of a sudden these new flavors come bursting out. And that was like German chocolate cake or Black Forest cake. Yeah. Um, that was pretty amazing. Almost got sent to the shadow realm there. <laughs> all right. And the hangover is officially gone now. Yeah. Holy uh, crap. Working on my second one. Let's go. All right, so uh, going back through our year in review, um, we had some uh, pretty cool episodes. Um, our number one episode was, hold on, let's see if I can find this. Number one. <laughs> uh, by streams was, what did we call this one? The Poignant Pairings, Cohiba Weller 2022 paired with Weller Special Reserve. Really? Yep. Um, that had our most uh, most listens. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. So Weller Special Reserve is a good bourbon. Um, the Cohiba Weller was really interesting because it was like by itself, the cigar was fighting with itself. It had like so many flavors. And then as soon as you pair it, you know, the bourbon like calms it down. And it was so much better. 
Yeah. So just a really unique pairing where they are designed, like it's designed to be paired. And they said that with the original, they were drinking Weller when they blended it. And then this was the second edition, the 2022. With this one, they actually um, aged some of the tobacco in Weller barrels, uh, but still blended it to go with Weller. And I think they nailed it. Um, not a not a cheap pairing by any means, but I think worth it. You know, if you're a cigar guy, at least once. Yeah. Um, we also had the uh, Metallica episode. <laughs> Paired the blackened M81 with the M81. Uh, that was interesting. A strong, flat cigar. It just has one flavor all the way through. Um, you know, the, the whiskey woke it up a little bit. Yeah. The bourbon woke it up a little bit. And it woke you up. Yeah, yeah. And it's finished in black currant uh, sherry casks. Huh. So, interesting uh, finish. Almost like a dried plum flavor on that. Um, we also had special guest uh, Francisco Almonte of DBL Cigars. That was a great episode. Um, he streamed in from his home. Uh, audio was a little rough on that, but uh, we made it work. Honestly, as a listener, uh, that episode was pretty decent. You know, you could understand what he was saying. And, and he brings such a passion right. to it. You know, you can tell he just loves what he does. Yeah, the wealth you know? of knowledge he has. That's why, like, when he comes in person, he, that's all he talks about is just tobacco, tobacco. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yep, that was a good one. We had the... El Septimo Botticelli that we had to split into two episodes because it took so long to smoke it. Is that that vegetal? Yeah, yeah, that seven and a half inch, three hour disaster. <laughs> um, we also did the uh, Fat Boy Cigars Jack Robusto. So here we go with our uh, first award All right. uh, for the season. The uh, Value Smoke of the year was the jacked uh, Robusto from Fat Boy Cigars. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, phenomenal smoke, excellent flavor, and you just you can't beat the price with a stick. It's In fact, I think we marked them. I think we took points off because it was too uh, too affordable. That was one of those like, you know, because people bring weird expectations into the right humidor where they're like, oh, at this price point, it must not be a good cigar. Yeah, I, I, it's tough. Like, when you're selling cigars and people are like, oh, it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Doesn't That means it's not a good cigar. It's like, no, it's not like the regular consumer world. Right. Price doesn't mean right. it's quality. Because, I mean, you know, you could have a $30 cigar and it'd be complete ass and then put it head-to-head with a $7 cigar that's way better. Yep. And you're like, mm, I could pay 15 for this. Yep. Um, our cigar of the year has to go to the EP Carrillo Pledge, highest ranked cigar we've had on the podcast. Yeah. No surprise, highest ranked cigar. I think at the time the highest ranked ever, and I think it's tied now, maybe for number one um, highest ranking from Cigar Aficionado. And uh, those were stored for two and a half years in Nick the Brick's private right. private selection, um, which probably helped. Right. a lot um, Pledge is a good smoke anyway yeah yeah that was a, a fantastic smoke that's the cigar of the year and uh, blender of the year so we thought about this a lot and uh, Angel you weren't part of the convo so uh, if you had to pick a blender of the year who would you pick I would say AJ good and what uh, like what blends 
are you thinking for that? Uh, that um, one of the San Latinos for me. The uh, Dominicano. I believe so. Yeah, we smoked that on the episode. It was fantastic, and our uh, blender of the year for Burnline Podcast goes to Francisco Amante okay. of DBL Cigars. Yeah. Um, he had some great blends this year. I think the Tabula. The Tabla. La Tabla. La Tabla. La Tabla. <laughs> so you yes. can afford it. <laughs> um, really took the... Oh, yeah. That's what took the award. To have a big ring gauge box pressed stick that has so much flavor. Yeah. And it's got that sweet cinnamon to it. Um, just enjoyable from start to finish. Yeah. Um, really, uh, really fantastic smoke. And he's just, he's doing some great stuff. Oh, yeah. Out there in the uh, Dominican Republic. So shout out to Francisco Amante. And, uh, okay, so last, uh, really, uh, award, if you will, is a favorite cigar that we smoked not on air. Not right? on so, air. So, you know, we uh, smoke quite a bit of sticks, and then we narrow it down to what we're going to smoke on air. A um, couple that I had that we didn't air was the, um, the Don Carlos 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard to find... Um, you know, exclusive, semi-exclusive. Um, I also had the uh, Perdomo 30th Anniversary Maduro Robusto. Yeah. Uh, we didn't smoke that on air. I had the uh, Meat Lovers Ribeye from Saka. Didn't smoke that on air. Um, so some good sticks, you know, that kind of didn't make it to episodes. I usually share those on Instagram, so... You know, if you want to jump on our feed, uh, I will usually post cigars that I'm smoking on there if you want to try them out. And if you ever want us to put one in an episode, drop us a line at Burnline Podcast. You can DM us right on Instagram or burnlinepodcast at gmail.com. Um, so, uh, Angel, easier for you because this is kind of your first episode, but yeah. uh, what was your favorite cigar that you smoked this year that uh, didn't make it didn't make it on air? Uh, you guys didn't do the Black Market by Alec Bradley? Did not do that. That is a fantastic cigar. Uh, you guys didn't do the Filthy Hooligan either, did you? Nope. No. Yeah, that was great this year, the Filthy Hooligan. Um, you guys did the Yorktown Fleet. That was great. Yep. Yep. Uh, one that you haven't done, though, is the Crook of the Crown, also by Stolen Throne. Yep, haven't you done that one. Need to do an episode about that. That yep. is an excellent stick. <clears throat> Cameroon wrapper. Yeah. Yep. I like. I've got one of those in my my special humidor of uh, cigars that I save. That's actually in there. Yeah. So it made the cut. Yep. So. Do you yep. guys do the Great Cliff G two? No, I don't yeah. think we did. Yeah. yeah. Great. That's a great value smoke. Right. Yeah. I mean, Great Cliff is not. Some of their other sticks aren't cheap, but that's definitely bang for yep. your buck if you can't afford. Yep. You know, they're sixteen dollars sticks. Yep. Interesting. So, uh, I think for me, my favorite cigar that I smoked um, was the Zeno Platinum. Um, Which one is that one? Is that the yellow band or no? No, it's got like a platinum band. It It is um, very expensive, obviously. <laughs> and it is a big ring gauge cigar, which I'm not usually a fan of. Here's a picture of it. So okay. this is the the Zeno Platinum Barrel, nice. and I don't. I mean, it's like a seventy-two That's ring gauge. Definitely a Johnny Midas uh, uh, yeah, cigar. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, in Maryland they got the floor tags or whatever. This yeah. comes in right at forty five, fifty bucks wow. uh, for this stick. Um, gorgeous, like Connecticut wrapper. Um, surprisingly strong. Yeah, I'm not you know, a big Connecticut that. guy anymore, but uh, the Zeno, the yellow band, mm-hmm. was really, really good. I was like, holy crap! You know? Yeah. And uh, that was in Baltimore, and. Uh, we were down there for the uh, concert, the Kiss end of the end of the road tour. Yeah, and, maybe uh, last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say that's what they say, but uh, so we were at uh, CST for Life at CST for Life. That's the Cross Street Tobacco Shop in downtown Baltimore. Met some great, great guys there. Just hung out, and uh, the lady that was running the shop, a wonderful person. Just made us feel right at home, and uh, you know we got to talk about a little bit of football, a little bit of cigars, and uh, really I was just blown away by the uh, level of knowledge that those guys had. Here's some of them. I've got their Instagram page up. Are they in the south end of Baltimore? Yeah, yeah. So she was running the shop, um, Beverly Cigar Diva, if you're on Instagram. Um, Just a wonderful hostess, made us feel right at home. And that guy was there, and don't know about that guy. He came in a little bit later. There's Man, a that's a great looking lounge. Yeah, it's a it's a good lounge. I love wow. like the like the, the open brick. brick. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool looking. Um, it wasn't quite that full. It was a, it was picking up as we left because there was a ball game coming right. on, but we had to get to the airport. But uh, wonderful shop, wonderful people. So if you're uh, in like South Baltimore, like it's by the stadium and MetLife Stadium and okay. Camden Yards, Met- um, yeah, Cross Street Tobacco, M and T, M and T Bank Stadium, yeah. Unless you uh, tell <coughs> to uh, New Jersey or where is it? New York, <laughs> but something with an M, okay? <laughs> Some, something with an M, yeah. M and T Bank Stadium, Camden Yards. It's like I don't know, maybe less than a mile. From there, we just walked everywhere. Got a little shotgun town home, which I'm. I bought one down there. Um, about to close on that. Yeah. Um, that's just a great idea for. We can like Airbnb it. Yep. When we want to spend some time in the city, we'll just go stay. Yeah. So. Um, but that was my uh, that was my favorite cigar of the year that we didn't smoke on air, and part of it was set and setting. You know, the one guy was telling me about. Um, who it might be Nodal? Who has the uh, who has the package with the Pudos from the different regions that talks about the different? Uh, right. It's either Fernandez or Nadal. One of yeah, them. one of the two. I'm not sure. I can't remember, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about. It's a few hundred exactly. bucks. Yeah. yeah. And he got it and smoked his way through, and he was wow. just talking through, and you know, just seeing like that level of knowledge and commitment in a regular old lounge was just super awesome. Yeah. Um. And then I got. Uh, what is it, Cody, Corey? But I got his number. I'm going to send him a Johnny Midas lighter. And I'll see if I can find him in my contacts. Yeah, I need to go visit some of the Baltimore area lounges because I hear nothing but great things because a lot of the people that come here 
they're always talking about those lounges and how great the experience is and i need to make my way down there some at some point yeah definitely um it's worth a weekend too like you can do you can do a weekend in baltimore for yeah you know not not a lot of coin right. uh jump on airbnb if there's not like something going on right uh 100 to 120 bucks a night they get they just have those row homes and they're super cool oh, most yeah. of them because you know they're like 15 feet wide or 20 feet wide you know and they go back but they all have like uh like a balcony on the roof right they're like flat roof and all the airbnbs and we could see we could literally see them you can tell which ones are airbnbs yeah. you know but you know like there's a, a propane table you know a gas gas yeah. fire table and chairs and like as long as you don't have like a uh cold wind right it's a great place to smoke a cigar you can see the city skyline um it was just a really like a cheap date and you can walk <laughs> everywhere so where we were the cross street tobacco was like a quarter mile away you know um but there was like starbucks and walking distance and grocery stores and a nice. bunch of awesome restaurants so maybe like a burn line uh cigar lounge tour at some point yeah, we, we should do that, man. So, and then we uh, woke up after the after the concert with a, a decent hangover. <laughs> Went to this place, got this breakfast. So I ordered that and that. That's wow. that's a um, eggs Benedict with yep. salmon. Ooh, yeah, it was pretty cool. That looks really good too. You know, an egg McMuffin is. Like a sandwich version of Egg Benedict. Yeah. Like, that's what it's supposed to be. Hey, that was my breakfast this morning. Nice. <laughs> Egg Benedict or a Egg McMuffin? Egg McMuffin. There you go. Poe Man's Benedict. Yeah, I like uh, I like cooking. I like Eggs Benedict, but making the, the sauce is actually a pain in the ass. Like, yeah. you got to get it just right for it to work, so. Yeah. Hey, Starlight Downer right uh, down the street makes an excellent Eggs Benedict. Oh, yeah, yeah. I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've eaten theirs. Yeah, Starlight's a, got really good food. Like oh, yeah. you wouldn't expect some diner in Hanover to have right. good, but they have good food. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, highly recommend that to the listeners. Either go before or after a smoke. All right, so it is about time to wrap up the podcast, and we are going to go ahead and rank this uh, cigar. So before we do that. Um, do you have any finishing thoughts on the cigar, Angel? Yeah. Um, like I said, consistent the whole way through. Excellent on flavor. Didn't really lose anything either. You know, didn't gain much, but didn't lose much either. Kept that um, breakfast flavor the whole way through. That syrup just stayed. Oh, I mean, the cigar has stayed intact the whole way. Mm -hmm. I've had cigars where, you know, some cigars... Or high maintenance or mm -hmm. some maintenance you got to do other than relighting because we're talking right right the whole the whole podcast problem right yeah other than that i no issues and it is a great stick yeah i don't have much to add there the uh burn i mean look at this burn line man yeah right great great construction yeah the flavor has been consistent um i think it started out a little hot yeah. and then uh I mean, peppery, yep. hot, and then that mellowed down a little bit. Um, flavors have stayed really consistent. Um, 
smoke output's good. Little, little powerful. Probably not a breakfast cigar, but maybe an after-breakfast cigar. Um, yeah, it's got that like uh, creamy nuts and a uh, little bit of like maple syrup or, or even mm -hmm. like a simple syrup flavor to it. Um, and then it just has that pepper, yep. you know, that Nicaraguan pepper. So, all right, uh, well, let's go ahead and rank this cigar, starting out with presentation. Angel, what do you have for presentation? I want to give it a nine. Like I said, I like that roaring. I, I'm, I'm not sure if they were going for that, but that Art Deco roaring 20s look, I really enjoyed that. That's definitely something that catches your eye. Yeah, I think so too. And I would just add the presentation of the cigar itself. Uh, definitely kick ass. Right, I, I think they nailed it. I gave it an eight, so uh, 8.5 blended score there uh, for presentation. I agree that the color is great. It's eye-catching. Um, the the slide-off box top that then fits in the back, yep. you know, for presentation in the cigar shop, super cool. So what you see, you know, like in some boxes you have the lid and then you flip it open and you have what's inside the lid. Yep. With this one, you slide the lid all the way off the box and then you prop it up in this special channel they've got in the right. back if you're displaying it in a cigar store. So you're actually seeing the top of the box. I think on the one hand that helps with cost reduction because you only have to finish one side, right. but it's got like that lacquer finish on the whole box. Right. Super cool. That uh, Lamborghini yellow yep. grabs your eye. Yep, love it. Um, so high marks on presentation. And then price at thirteen fifty, not the most affordable. Now as a, a 5 by 50 normally that's like a Robusto. They call this the, an Espressivo. Yeah. Um, 1350 retail here at uh, Union Cigar Hanover. What are your thoughts on price? Definitely, I mean, it's Nadal and AJ. Mm -hmm. You're definitely know you're getting a good product, so I would definitely pay for that. So what uh, what score do you have for price there, Angel? I would definitely give it an eight. Eight on price. price. I had an eight for price as well. I think uh, you know it's a little steep. It's not as steep as. This would have been a year ago. You know, we keep talking about it, but everything is going up right. in cost. And thirteen fifty yeah. is like the new eleven fifty. Yep. Just a year and a half ago. Um, yeah, I I only gave it an eight because of the size to price ratio. Mm -hmm. Although I think I would add, I noticed this the first time I smoked it, and I think I'm going to be in the same place today. This is exactly enough cigar. Yeah. Like, you get to the end, and, and you're pretty much done. Um, and it is strong enough, you know, that, like, more smoke than this, I think, would kind of be a letdown. Yeah. You know, like, because you'd feel like you had to smoke it. Yeah. But you're kind of done. Um, so I think the uh, I think the size is, like, perfectly gauged to give you that awesome cigar smoking experience uh, without, like... Because you could get really green in the gills. This is a strong cigar. Yeah. You know. It, it hasn't made me sick or, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you get some palpitations or yeah. something because you're like, oh, man, this is yeah. a But it could cigar. if you kept going. Right, right, right. You know. All right. Um, how about construction? What have you got for construction? Give it a nine. Wow. Nine from Angel on construction. Tell me more. Yeah. Like I said, you know, most of the time I'm doing some maintenance on the cigar as far as structure-wise, you know, having to burn it a little or trying to pick off 
at the cap, mm. some leftover, or sometimes you get, you know, a little bit of tobacco that sticks out. No, it was perfect. You know, we cut it, and then we did the uh, hand job on it. Yep, yep. And did that the old hand it. job. Yep, and that was it. And um, Yeah, I agree. So the way that I gauge construction is I typically start with a 10 and then start taking points off. Okay. Right? I can't take any points off for the cap. So this cap line right here, sometimes you see the wrinkle? Yeah. That's always going to happen because you're tapering the cigar. And sometimes you'll get a bubble in there. Yep. And then that will also cause this to flake off. I don't have any of that. Nope. Um, burn was amazing. I mean, it's as close to a perfect burn as right. I've had on a cigar. Um, the smoke output is great. The, the heat is low, right? Very well constructed. Yeah. I do have this little missing patch of wrapper, right. and that's from overglue yeah. when I took the band off. So I give it a nine uh, as well. Um, and realistically, uh, I can say like you know I think we're pretty close to forty episodes. Uh, I haven't had a cigar that was constructed better than this. Right. Maybe as good, uh, but not better. So really uh, and and i i was like you know maybe i just got the one like you know really good one but right. you've had the same experience right it's two cigars out of the same box usually yeah. you're gonna get you know they're not all the same yeah yeah you know one cigar is great and then the next one out of the same box will start falling apart mm -hmm. it's consistent you, you know two cigars all right uh so that brings us to flavor and of course you know there's some subjectivity in all of these. Yeah. Flavor and experience are the most subjective, I think. And this isn't going to be in everybody's wheelhouse. So wrapping up, again, we are smoking the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua Sonata. This is a Rafael Nadal cigar made entirely from A.J. Fernandez tobacco, Nicaraguan puro. Um, you know, the, the flavor is it's definitely a strong cigar. It's got that Nicaraguan pepper on it. Um, it's not going to be for everybody, but uh, what are your thoughts on yeah. flavor? Going back to what you said uh, about the heat, because the heat can affect flavor. I'm what, like an inch and a half left of my stick, and it hasn't really, it doesn't capture the heat, mm -hmm. which doesn't mess with the flavor. Like I said, the flavor stayed consistent the whole way. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a nine on flavor just because it's just such a consistent stick the whole way through and through all right so nine for flavor i had a seven on flavor um not a uh knock on the cigar mm -hmm. to rank it uh lower than you um to me the uh flavor is excellent and i think they nailed what they were trying to do yeah um i do think though it's a fairly uh you know narrow sliver of the cigar smoking populace that's gonna really like this cigar so you have to like that mixture of strong with like sweet, nutty, yeah. buttery with pepper, right? And, uh, you know, in my experience uh, in a bunch of lounges, that's, you know, 25% yeah. of the cigar smoking population. Like sweet. It's sweet and peppery and strong. Yeah. You know, that's just, it's not a big segment of the population. Um, so I, I knocked it down there, um, you know, a little bit, but I think that if you like this flavor profile, it's a nine or a 10, mm -hmm. you know, there's, 
a few sticks. Like, it reminds me of a couple of sticks I've smoked. And uh, the people that like them love them. Um, so you could kind of go either way with the stick. Um, all right, so how about experience? You know, we're in the... Uh, we're in the hot box, the smoky back room where deals are struck and fortunes are made. So, we, you know, we do have a little bit of an advantage of having a setting, you know, specific to enjoying cigars. It's two guys that like cigars and know about cigars. You know, it's different from, like, a lounge. Um, I would say, like, use case for this one. I'm not really smoking this, like, while I'm barbecuing or doing yard work or anything like right. that. I would say uh, use cases. Kind of like lounge. Um yeah. You can talk with it. You yeah. don't have to play, yeah. uh, pay super close attention to yeah. it. And strong, so I wouldn't want to be doing something else right. while I'm smoking it. You know. Um, yeah. So, uh, experience. What have you got there, Angel? About an eight, definitely. Eight for the experience. Eight from uh, Angel. I've got an eight as well. <clears throat> I think, uh, you know, if you're if you're a cigar passionado, like this is just a cigar smoker cigar. Yeah, it really you know? is. It's got the construction. It's got, you know, like a nuanced flavor that's also delicious. Yeah. Um, you know, it didn't change much, but that's fine. You know, I didn't didn't really want it to change. No, it's I good like that flavor. Um, but it's also like, I mean, it, it is strong. Yeah, it really is know? strong. <laughs> so. It, you know, to me, it's one of those like definitely laid back lounge. Um, yeah. You know, be careful about like what you ate and you know all that stuff. Um, yeah. It definitely went well with the coffee and yeah. the Eagle Rare. Yeah, that was an accident, but it blended really well. It did. Yeah, it brought out some unique flavors. So that brings our uh, total score to forty one point five. We don't do half points. We always round up. So forty two okay. uh, for this stick, which is really good. We don't have a lot of cigars that come in in the 40s um so a great showing um shout out to rafael nadal and aj fernandez um for coming up with this and man i've still got a cigar left to smoke we're over an hour in i know yeah and uh, for such a small cigar too mm -hmm. yeah lots of lots of enjoyment so i think that's all we've got for this week i'm gonna put my johnny midas hangover glasses back on and some earplugs and pretend that I don't exist while I uh, edit this, get it out of the air. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining me, Angel. Absolutely. Welcome to uh, Burnline. For everybody out there in the interwebs, thank you for listening to Burnline Podcast. We will see you again next week.